What did the yoga instructor say when her landlord tried to evict her? I don't know what. Namaste. (laughs) 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 Yo, okay. Yes. What is funnier? What is up, everybody? (laughs) So this is another episode of AfroChat starring me, Lex, and Liddy Linda. Uh, you're like gotta say it now. You gotta say it now. <laughs> um, or you don't have to say. It. We're not gonna pressure you. Okay, guys. But it's highly suggested. But I am lit tonight, so whatever. You're so lit. See? Yeah. So it's you know it's suge- highly suggested that you do. All right. All right, guys. As you know, this is another episode of AfroChat, and you know. I've had some, um, a bit of an inquiry from like a few of our listeners that, uh, are we going to start incorporating, incorporating listener questions? Mm. So I will put a poll out on Instagram. Um, this episode will probably come out way after I do that, but, or I'll just put it out that day. Mm -hmm. Um, a poll out to see if you guys want us to answer listener questions. I don't even know what the fuck we have we would have advice right. on. <laughs> right. Let's do it though. I give great advice. Yeah, you do. You yeah. do. You do. <laughs> so yes, um, on to our black culture topics now. Hmm, what's going on? The Oscars. In we gotta talk about black the black nation. We gotta talk about the Oscars because, yes. you know, there's so many great things that happened. So we're going to kick it off with Jordan Peele winning Best Original Screenplay for Get Out. Yes. Seriously, I, I really wanted him to win something because after, like, the Oscars saying that, you know, they don't classify... No, no one would even watch it. Like, most of the viewers or the critics wouldn't even watch the film mm-hmm. or whatever. And what? I was kind of like, what? Like... Okay. It's just because they don't want to know their own truth, but it's okay. It's disrespectful. It is very disrespectful. (laughs) So I was really worried after all that shit was coming out. I saw it on like Twitter and Facebook and and stuff like that. And like Jordan Peele was kind of, he like put a tweet out. So I was kind of like, damn, like I really hope Get Out wins an Oscar and it did. And yeah, best original screenplay because name a movie that's even like close to Get Out. Right. (laughs) I'll wait. Right. (laughs) Seriously. So congratulations. Oh, and shout out to his uh, his friend Keegan, oh my gosh, uh, he's yes. part of Key and Peel. Oh my gosh, that's what I'm talking about. Support your friends. You know what right. I'm saying? Like Keegan was so happy for him, like jumping all over him. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Like we shouldn't be shitting on each other. But we broke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't act that way, but Me I neither, know why yeah. people do. You feel me? Cause yeah. We broke. Because if we was all rich, we'd be like, oh yeah, girl, get that award. Okay. Get that accolade. Yes. <laughs> but that's how I am naturally. But I do be feeling like people be hella just like, oh, you know, like I know your praise was really shade. Yeah. Shout like out to Sweetie. But yeah. Sweetie. She's a rapper and that was one of her lines. First of all, I love her. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Sweetie. You're because right? bitch, she is so Fly. She is so fly. She's so pretty. Like and so chill. Like yeah. So her interviews. I can't. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I was standing over Sweetie. I love her so much. We're gonna tag her in this episode. Uh I've been and listen to Icy Girl. Like and the anti freestyle. And yes. I was and that like, video, she looks so good. I watched it like three She's so times. pretty. <laughs> right. Like she what? ain't got nothing on. Like it looked like she ain't got shit on but lip gloss and like eyelash extensions right. and a wig, girl. Right. right. Beautiful. That wig is lit though. Uh, she's so, I know that wig just uh Yes. Sweetie, we stand for you, girl. <laughs> Obviously. All right. That's funny. This uh show of Afro this episode of Chat is sponsored by Sweetie. <laughs> so um So, back to the Oscars. So, did you know, I think you do know, that Jordan Peele is the first black person ever to win this award? Wow. And also, he was the fourth black person to be ever nominated in the 90 years of Oscars history. Mm. Like. Mm. Disrespectful. I just, I'm not going to get too deep into this (laughs) because we have like a really good topic this week. Um, But I just, like. Can't you see, like, the demand? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Black Panther is at almost at a billion right now. <clears throat> and then you got Get Out making, like, 200 million. Right. You know, it's just, it comes to show, like, different black films mm-hmm. in different black light and art, whether it be mm-hmm. superheroes, whether it be, you know, um, original films like Get Out, whether it be, you know, um, stories told you know document documentaries like you know we are worth listening to and we are worth 
you know, being nominated for these roles because we have such great art. Moonlight is such a great, you know, artistic film. And, you know, I'm so glad it won last year. And, you know, I, I love that the Oscars this year kind of like was diverse a little, it you know, was. diversified right. it. Um, and Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> what did she do? Girl. Anything. Well, well, she won the same the same dress that she said she was going to wear. You know, she wore it, she wore it to SNL. I didn't know she said she was going to wear it again, though. Oh, yeah, she said it. What? On SNL, she said, I paid $4,000 for this dress. I'm going to wear it everywhere. Well, they need to pay the woman. <laughs> Well, For real. if you keep being all low budget, they ain't gonna pay you because they know you're gonna take anything. So let's step it so up. So do a you think bit. that? Do you think it was tacky? Do you think it's? I tacky? mean, honestly, I ain't mad at Sis. Like honestly, she has a, a lot more balls than a lot of people do. Because like I said, I I don't. When I look on my Instagram, I don't seem that I worn an outfit twice. But I do in real life, duh. But you right. know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that she's making it okay to be frugal and like you know, oh what, whatever. It's like whatever. She's like the girl next door. Right. And that's her whole claim to fame right now, just being relatable. So. I think that she definitely. Yeah, I like the fact that she's doing like the whole like yeah, I'm gonna wear this dress because I paid four thousand dollars for it. There are like some black people that think it's tacky as hell. I've seen it all over Twitter. Yeah. I saw it like when the Shade Room. I mean, that's just a posted it. Like, come on. She has family that's not even from America. A lot of people forget just because you're black, that don't mean you're taking care of just you. Some of right. us have people in foreign lands we have to send money for and we're literally keeping up small companies. I mean, companies, small um, countries, you know what I right, mean? Right, 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 right. So you guys have to really think. Like, sometimes people don't have affairs in just America. And I think she's a Tyrion. I don't know if she has family there, but, you know. She's, yeah. Her dad was a Tyrion, You're going to be more conservative yeah. with your funds when you when you have foreign people in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That's just what you've always learned and were taught to do, so. I think, yeah, the elitist attitude of, like, saying, like, oh, like, oh, it's right. tacky for her to wear that dress again. It's kind of like, okay, but she said it, like, months ago that she was. Her and... hair was different. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> let's give it to her in that respect. So what did you think about her and Maya Rudolph taking their shoes off on stage? Mm, I thought that was, like, come on, bro. <laughs> it was just so you didn't like that. So, so the, the wearing the dress again was, like, okay, like, whatever right. for you. But, like, taking the shoes off was kind of, like, a step further. On, it was just, like. It just didn't make me, like, want to watch it next year. I mean, you know, because I want to see people be an elite. Like, I, you know what I mean? Right. And, yeah, I want to see people be, like, you know, the Oscars are the Oscars. It's prestigious. Like, right? exactly. Like, yeah. you're supposed to look good for the Oscars. Now, you wearing the same dress, cool. Like, that's, mm. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I would right. do. I mean, I would do something like that. But right. then you, like, slip. Now, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, like, you know, 50-50 on the whole taking the shoes off. But I would have took my shoes off and put some, like, crisp Air Force Ones on or some, right, like, some crisp right. high-top Air Force Ones or some shit, like, some dope-ass sneakers. I wouldn't put no damn Ugg slippers on. Right. <laughs> I probably would replace it with some dope sneakers because I'm, like, I'm a sneaker person, like, through and through. So, but, you know, that's just me. But, you know, I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I'm kind of like, okay, she... It's that, just much, you know, because, yeah. like, I know, like, people are saying, oh, she's representing black women in the media right now and she's on top and this is what right. people are going to expect from us us you know if we act a certain way even if we show any sign of any like quality she has we're going to be perceived as her you feel me yeah so it's like it's a you know you can't really knock her for being her because that's why you guys loved her so right don't exactly. try to knock her now you know she in groupon commercials and shit <laughs> exactly. like she in like white it's people company bro. commercials <laughs> She and white people company commercials. Shout out so, to Groupon. Yeah, that shit was so funny. The Method commercial, the, like the Method cleaning product commercials, when he forgot to wash his hands. And she was like, I know ah! you didn't forget to wash your hands. That shit. I forgot about that one. Oh my oh, God. Yes, that one was so fucking funny. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I mean, let her, I'm going to let her do what, do what she do. She richer mm -hmm. than me. She got more money than me, girl. So, but um, speaking of prestigious, the Black Panther cast. Okay. Just, mm -hmm. Lupita, will you marry me? Right, she's so fucking pretty. You know, girl, I don't have much. I have a one-bedroom apartment, you know. <laughs> That's fine. We, Me and you, girl, Lupita <laughs> looked like an Oscar. She did. She like, looked like Hershey's. Like you get, like, she looks like like the like, gold what? like was like, like, it was like made for her skin. Like that dress was made for her. Man. Girl, Chadwick Bosman be gagging every time he see her. Where was Michael B, though? 
Oh, I didn't see him. Yeah, Where's I didn't see him. Daddy that night. Huh? Where were you at? Because <laughs> guess what? I need to see you. Girl, let's here. chill. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see that's Michael how every B. Every woman in America feels about him right he's now. He's shooting Creed too right now, so I think he oh, probably God, wasn't. He's gonna be even bigger. Child, I don't even want to think. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, I can't. Woo. Michael B. Jordan is fine. Like, fine, like, like I, it's it's not even a contest. <gasps> It's not nothing you can say to me. No image of him you can say or look, you know, show to me. Like he is fine. Like I feel like women fine. would battle to get to him. Like we would literally like Safari, like, like in up? the club. You know that girl when they was in the club. That video of Safari recently. Oh yeah, last the weekend, and him. they was like bitches was literally trampling I mean, over so each fine. other. Girl, because they saw that girl. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't see Michael B. Um, I didn't either. I did, I did enjoy um, Danai Guerrera and uh, Winston Duke, mm. who is my forever fucking bae. Ooh. Girl. He looks like, yeah. If y'all don't know who Winston Duke is, he's in Baku. Baku. <laughs> <laughs> and he is literally, oh, God. But he's just so fine. He's 6'5", and I just love tall. Damn, he's that big? Mm, yes. But... <clears throat> They were looking all fucking good. Chadwick Bosman looked really good. Um, when Lupita like walks past Chadwick Bosman, it's literally like no one else is there but Lupita. Mm-hmm. They need to just I just I ship this. I want to ship them. Well, he's had a girlfriend since like 2015. Oh, for real? Hell yeah. Oh, he like loves Lupita though. <laughs> like, well, you know, she's Lupita, right? And then Michael B. Jordan loves her too. Like, but you know, like, it might be the sisterly vibe. We don't know. You know, girl. I don't know. Whenever he sees her, it's more Lupita, than a sisterly vibe. She ain't married. I'd be smashing both of them. Oh like, my god! Get... <laughs> ah! Lex is like what, girl? Hey, you know, well, you know I with these know. Hollywood chicks, shit is different. That's a different world. Yeah, we can't even speak on what could possibly be going. I don't down. think she even. Yeah, I don't think anything's going down with them. But like he, I, I can really tell that he's extremely infatuated. Both of them are extremely infatuated by Lupita. But who wouldn't be, girl? If I saw that creamy, dark, you know, skin in my face, like clear, dark skin, like just looking Natural like natural hair. Just if I would have saw saw her perfect features, I'd have been like, oh yeah, girl, we <laughs> got on yeah. one knee. So I mean, but I ship Chadwick Boseman and uh, Lupita. I do. I want them to be together. <laughs> so off the Oscars, um, just highlighting that. Um, How long ago was it? It feels like forever ago. The Oscars? Yeah. The Oscars was last weekend. That's what I'm saying. It feels like forever. Yeah. <laughs> but we're into March, which is insane to me. <laughs> so, um, did you see these photos of Black China? Honey, I can't unsee them. <laughs> like, what was that? I can't. I so... Can't. <sighs> Black China <laughs> was just had a moment of silence. Like <laughs> for her, whatever, whoa. whatever that is whoa. on like what she calls an ass because whoa. so there's these photos out floating around of Black China on a beach and she was at a photo shoot and I don't know who the fuck but anyways she was for a photo shoot and she's walking out of the water you know and just you just notice like I just I don't know it's just. Because I thought that she, when she had Dream, I thought that she, um, I thought that she had got all that reduced. Yeah, she looked really good. Like, after Dream, she looked really good. Like, she, her butt was really, like, really small. Not really, like, really, really Mm. small, but her butt was, like, got downsized a lot. So, Mm. did she put more in? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me. Because, like, like, I swear. shit is sinking. When Rob Kardashian, like, revealed that he paid for her surgery or whatever, $100,000 surgery, when she started um, showing herself off back again on um, Instagram and stuff and Snapchat, she looked smaller. Her butt looks super small. Well, she's I, super small. Her butt is just, like, super Yeah, but down. I just thought that she, her butt, I thought her butt had got smaller because I know uh, Kim Kardashian got her butt taken down a, by a lot. She just looked like a, a thick... Thick chick. Yeah. All this shit is dumb to me. I, I just, yeah. So, I'm not, I'm an advocate of, like, do what you want to do with, with your body or whatever else like that. Like, it's your body. Mm-hmm. 
Right. But at the same time, if that shit start looking like unnormal, like just not natural at all, like I'm 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 gonna <laughs> I'm gonna question what the fuck you're putting in your body, to be honest. Like but I mean she's dating a like a uh, how old is he? Like eighteen? Yes. Word on the street. He looks really young. He looks like my little brother. Like, girl, I don't know if she's trying to get younger and younger. I thought she was dating Playboy Cardi though. I don't know. China girl, we're praying for you. <laughs> to be honest. So off that, because I just don't want to like talk about that no longer. I know she's disappointing me right now. So right because you know. Another thing, I thought that she was going to remain on top over these Car- this Kardashian shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. At first, when she got with Rob, I was like, this is a power move. <laughs> like, yes, like, get marry a Kardashian, have the Kardashian mm-hmm. name, have a Kardashian baby. Yes, because those women sabotaged your life. Like, you know, so, yeah, do, do right by that. But then, at the same time, like, you just did, fucked it all up, girl. You, you just didn't... you. You didn't keep your mouth shut at all. You decided to like talk shit about them all the fucking time. Like if she would have kept her mouth shut and she wouldn't have said nothing, like if she would have just like played it safe and just kept kept it with Rob or whatever else like that, I think that all this would have been alleviated. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm being critical, but I feel like Black China, like she was, we're all the master of our own fate. And I think that Black China should have like did better in the situation. You know what I'm saying with the whole Rob Kardashian shit because when that shit leaked that when he when he tweeted or texted somebody or whatever, um, put it on Instagram and put her on blast and shit like that, like that would have been her time to just you know kind of be like say a simple ass statement and be like <laughs> wait for these court simple, papers, bitch. Right? Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's something like that's what I'm saying. Like Black China took this shit in a way different direction, and I think that. I think she likes the attention, you know? She like, does, yeah. I think she's addicted to plastic surgery. I mean, I can't relate to her. I've never had buku loads of money that me I don't neither. know what to do with. So I go and fuck my shit up to make men want me, I guess. I, I don't just know. don't, I just, the, the fact of the matter is with Black China with me, and this is the thing, you know, what I said before, she could have took the Kardashian thing and really flipped it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And not to make a bad, not to start, like, make money per se, but also show, you know, people like the Kardashians who have culture vultured, you know, for the longest time that, no, nah, you're not going to do this to me. You know what I'm saying? Because at first they sabotaged her. I was on her side. You know what I'm saying? Right. They sabotaged her name, was talking shit about her, everything else like that. That's when Kylie and Tyga had got together. So it was family over this bitch, you know? Right. And so then she fucked it up for, and then she, and then she did the, no, she didn't fuck it up for herself, but then she got with Rob. And I was kind of like, okay, like, this is cool. Like, you know, you, you kind of doing the same thing. You know, I don't condone revenge like this, but I'm like, I understand. You know what I'm saying? And then that whole Rob shit blew up and then she, he put her on blast. And I feel like she should have took that opportunity to be like, say a simple statement and then send everybody fucking legal papers, subpoenas and everything. You know what I'm saying? I think that's that's what she should have done. And then sued quietly and then got the bag. Right. Instead, you out here, like, and this has nothing to do with your body, but, you know, you out here, instead you out here talking shit, can't shut up, you know, flexing on the Instagram, you know, all this other shit, girl. Like, people already think that you a hoe anyway. You know what I'm I saying? I like Black China because she's I do Washington. Too. Maybe Maryland, and you know that's. I do I'm like from. Black China, but I just want her to be, be better I about just feel this like, shit. You know what? You wanna you wanna make your butt look like that? Go right ahead, boo. Because guess what? She done had every rapper that you know these women lust after. Father, so you know what Jesus. I mean. You do know, we lust our after standards? Do we lust low. after Playboy Cardi? I don't Honey know. Future. I don't. Uh, I don't. I do I'm not lust after. Me, but females out there do. I don't so. lust after in New York. I'm Millie Rock. Girl. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know, but what? Future's cute. Future is cute. So Tiger's like, not cute to me. Uh, Sway Lee, he's not cute to me. Oh, Lord. Some people would date him. Sway Lee is like 19. Sway Lee, okay. What the? China. He's rich. China, girl. <laughs> Let me just, I, I do like Black China because, yeah. you know, I yeah. just... I just want her. What, I do what, like Black what, China. What, what. You want her to what? You want I just this grown woman to do what? I just want her <laughs> to just sometimes. Girl, if she can't do it for her kids, she ain't gonna do it for us. You know, You're maybe right. she is just 
this way. She got money. She been getting money since she was young. She can do what she wants. You know, like I yeah. want that type of freedom. I wouldn't go as far as her, but damn, right. she's that's what her I'm saying. Life. Like I wouldn't go as far as her doing all that right. shit. That's what I'm saying. Like I would, you know. You know, get your money the way I don't judge her for being a stripper or nothing because girls, strippers get we money. About that, right? Strippers get money. Right. Okay. I don't. There's a stripper, there's a girl on Twitter right now that she got like more than like 60,000 followers now. And because she's a stripper, but she's paying for her college because she's a stripper. But I'm like, bitch, yes, get that money and pay for your co- Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm that, that aside, the past aside, I think Black China should have handled that situation better to me. And like I said, I like Black China. She cool. Like she, you know, she's funny and shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Right. But I feel as though like you running up at the mouth and stuff like that when you just let that legal shit get to talking. You had a she had a good case in the beginning. Right. To sue them for defamation, she had a really good case, and then she started talking at the side of her neck and doing all this shit and being rude and shit like that instead of just being quiet and letting them speak loud. Letting them do, you know, letting their character speak for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, she didn't let the Kardashians do that. She was going, she talking back, girl. That's what I'm saying. Like, she she should have just, you know, avoided it all together. But, I mean, but girl. But some, off that, you know, she's like, she's yeah. like a. Somebody said that like her, her uh, casket going to look like a guitar case. Why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to think of the shape and the child, <laughs> Father God. I was like, oh wow. But China girl, we're just doing this best for you, cause I just don't want you crash and burn out here, girl. Anyways, um, so <laughs> this is a funny story. I'm ready to laugh, cause that was draining. <laughs> was it? Yes. I was like, uh, I mean, ugh. she's she's not, she's always been her, you know. Right. If we see her going to church. Then she might change. Oh, kids. God. <laughs> no, if we see her going to church, I'll be like, okay, girl, good for you. I wouldn't be, I mean, you know, the block, if if, if, this, if they see black China going to church, girl, the blocks will blow the fuck up. It'll be exactly. some other shit. But then, you know, regular people, like normal people like us are going to be like, okay, she went to church. Like, <laughs> what? Nah, she needs help. Yeah, oh, girl. <laughs> anyway, so Fire Festival, um... The CEO, I don't forgot his name, Brandon something. He don't matter. He is guilty of wire fraud. Of course he is. And faces up to 40 years in prison. Now, this is so funny. So if y'all don't know, like last year, the fire Festival was supposed to be this like explosive, like insane, like exclusive, luxurious festival. So people didn't drop thousands of dollars on these, you know, cabanas, these tents, these like tricked out tents and shit like that or whatever thinking it's gonna be like gourmet food they get there and they taking pictures mm. and it just there's sandwiches in little ziploc bags yeah. girl so you know of course they asked for their money back but old dude didn't give their money back right away or some shit like that yeah. and so now his ass is going to jail all bad and ja rule played that safe though don't you think what, what do you mean why isn't he involved in all any of this i don't think joe wasn't he a wasn't he a partner he was a partner so isn't that like, i ain't hear nothing about ja rule hey i'm not mad if he don't go to jail that brother don't know he, he didn't he already go to jail he just got out not too long ago um i don't know about that i'll ja fact check that out i thought ja rule got eight years or some shit i might be <laughs> look i might be confusing him For but i don't think else, i yeah. am nah ja rule all right but um yeah. yeah, but Ja Rule, like, played it safe. That's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't really... Jail is, uh, free slavery. So, I, uh, yeah. I, I don't think, I, I don't think Ja Rule's about to go to jail over this. I didn't hear nothing about Ja Rule going to jail. Oh, uh, yeah, he was, he was certain, he served a two-year sentence in prison for gun possession and tax evasion, so. Damn. For tax evasion? So, Ja Rule, you gonna get yourself in another... Money now, this scheme. Is, this was 2012, so he just got out. But I'm saying, yeah. So you gonna get in another? Oh right. Bull, in some other bullshit with somebody else? Probably on probation. Some money. Oh my. Yeah, because you got a you 2014. I was a two. Yeah, 2012, 2014. Mm. You just got out four years ago, bro. Are you serious? Of course he's still on probation. You know what I'm saying? 
Bro. Well, for two years? Well, I don't know. Maybe. May, I mean, tax evasion. I don't know. I mean, they always going to watch your shit. So, he ain't never Right, okay. <laughs> it took forever to get my taxes back. I was like, what the oh, hell? Oh, you got some money this year, bro? Yeah. <laughs> get that money, girl. But, like, the thing is, it took me forever to get, to get it back. And it, it, that's well, been, everybody. Honestly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was like. It, it took everybody when I was on Twitter and stuff like that. Everybody was like... Why is it taking so damn long to get my taxes back? I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, so, off that, but that dude going to jail for sure. Mm. You scammed them people out of that money and then they came there and it was like absolutely nothing. Do you know if he has to pay it back? Probably. I'm sure. Jail time and a fee and you got to pay all that money back? Yeah, I'm sure that's in the... He's just going to claim it's all gone. Girl. I don't think he's getting away with that. I honestly don't think you. There's a lot of people, like who attend the fire festivals in the previous years. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you, that's a lot of people's money. You know what I'm saying. Mm. So I don't think. Honey, you got what you deserve. Don't cry. Don't yeah. be scared. Go in there, do your time because you deserve it. And that's what I'm saying. He he. I think he deserved that, and he, I don't think they're gonna let him off easy with oh, that. Oh hell no. Yeah. So white people with other white people's money? Nah. <laughs> That's a white person crime, too. They always doing that shit. Those Ponzi schemes. Yo. <laughs> like, damn. Yo, literally Let seven up. times out of ten, a white person being in jail is because of, like, tax evasion. Yeah. Or some other, like, some Martha Stewart shit. <laughs> so, off that, and um, onto it in a positive light. So, Will and Jaden Smith's um, Box Water Company um, is set to donate clean water to Flint, Michigan um, until their lead levels drop. I'm such, I'm embarrassed I live in a country where we're even going through this because America's so this and that. The Flint water crisis was, started when, in 2014? Too long ago. Like, I thought it was supposed to be resolved in like a day. Like, you know what I'm saying? If not, like, the longest a week, like a water crisis like that in a small town. I know some people from Flint, you know? That's sad. It's still happening in this small town. Flint is not a huge town. You know what I'm saying? If it was like Detroit, I wouldn't even, it still would be unreasonable. If it was Detroit, if it was LA, if it was Seattle, it would still be unreasonable. That you can't, y'all can't fix why the fuck the water is brown and people got to buy bottled water. And then you got, you, you're out here still charging people for water, you know, that's poisoned with lead. They can't even drink. They can't even wash their bodies in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just, ugh. I think I just yeah I do, I do agree with you I do yeah. think it's sad that people are I mean that we're still dealing with the Flint water crisis and it's not resolved it's stupid but shout out to Will and Jaden Smith shout out to Will Smith like just being like the best person on Instagram oh yeah he's a little stank. I love him he's a great dad but mm-hmm. um yeah that's 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 good until lead levels drop um I hope this wakes up Michigan the state of Michigan I hope it wakes them up and you know. And saying like, hey, other people are donating to your city and you're not doing nothing for your city. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I feel like, yeah, they're going to definitely wake up from that. So, on to some love. So, congrats to Sterling Shepard and Chanel Iman on their marriage. First of all, I didn't even know they were engaged. Girl, how did you not know that? That's weird. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, I follow her on Instagram, so right. I don't know. Well, they didn't really say it your typical way. It was like a cute little post, mm-hmm. you know, where you got to kind of read between the lines, I think, if I remember correct. So Yeah, it wasn't nothing. Like, when I scrolled down to see the post, it wasn't like anything. He Well, it was like it's really intimate. So he did propose to her like one knee, and then he threw like a surprise birthday party with her, all her like close friends and stuff like that. That is so cute. Ugh. I live for them as a couple. They're cute. And so um, some photos are suspecting that Chanel Iman is with child. And yes, I seen a little. little I, little I saw a little bump and I was kind of looking at it like. You go girl. I just, I, I'm just, I can't wait. Have babies with your husband. You go ahead. Baby. They're so, uh, they're so cute. Black love. And uh, rumored, allegedly. Like- you Kofi Saribe and uh Ducky Thigh. Yes. Dark skin couple, like deep the most dark chocolate black couple. In the world. Man. Honey. Deep dark chocolate. Please give us those babies. Because honey, yes, that's straight up melanin right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I'm no just chaser. I really just no chaser at all. Like they're yeah. from the motherland, literally both of them. Oh my god. I hope that I hope that's a true. I hope that's a true relationship. That'd be so cute. Like I could just see him being such a gentleman to her and just like making her laugh. And, yeah, ah, he's so cute. We still we're shipping it if it's not already shipped. Right. <laughs> all right. So that is all for our black culture, to- black pop culture topics, and we're gonna go on to Linda's self care tip of the week. All right, check one, two. (laughs) Um, So you guys, let's get hype here. You guys, we need to take care of ourselves. So my self-care tip of the week is to pamper yourself. Yes. You know. My favorite thing ever. Go get them nails done. Do your own toes if you have to. Buy your own little $20 foot machine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do it up. Love yourself because, you know. At the end of the day, you got to live with you, so, you know. Right, exactly. Take care of you. Get my nails done religiously every two weeks. And not for the gram, okay? Do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, do it for you for real. I've been right? seeing these girls posting their feet on Instagram. <laughs> girl, I... I'm all for a little foot post, foot action, but Maybe girl... in your story, but we don't need it. But yeah, in your story, right. yes, but your actual post, I don't. <laughs> but yes, take care of yourself, pamper yourself, go to the spa... I get them eyebrows waxed, yes. lip waxed. Oh. You shave your lip if you got to. That's when they say care. upper lip too, when they ask when they wax, <laughs> I really and they don't ask me that no more. But when like used to ask when I was in high school and shit, <laughs> I used to be really embarrassed because I was like, "Girl, am I growing a mustache?" Man, they don't hold back. They'd be they be like, upper, be "They be like shady. upper lip too," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> that is hilarious. But yes, go yes, take care of yourselves and yeah. So, we are off the self-care tip of the week. That was a good one. It is, because we all really do it in little ways. We deserve it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, our chit for chat topic is, drumroll please. Leaving the nest and finding your way. So, as we have explained in these many episodes of uh, Afro Chat, me and Linda are not from Seattle, Washington. We kind of migrated here from other cities. Um, <laughs> Linda from all the way over to the East Coast and me from the Midwest slash South. Um, and yeah, we're going expl- to we're going to talk about, you know, how we got here in the first place, what brought us over here, you know, how we made friends. Um, also we're going to talk about like how it changed us for the better or for the worst. And, you know, one thing that will, that we wanted to change during our move, um, and finding our way. So yes. Are you ready? Girl, I am ready. Okay. So the first question is, when did you realize that you wanted to move or change your, your current surroundings? Honestly, I've always wanted to be somewhere different cause I've always felt different. Like, mm-hmm. Being from Haiti and, like, you know, that being my first language, living in Maryland, you know, in an urban town where, you know, shit really goes down, you know? (laughs) So, like, it was very rough for me, so I always wanted to get away. So that kind of was my spirit. Like, okay, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do what I got to do. So I always knew I wasn't going to be there. But did I think I would end up in Washington State? Hell no. (laughs) I thought I'd be somewhere warm, but you know, that's what God does. He's like, you didn't say where, but you said you wanted to go. So I'm yeah. just going to send you. So, so what, like what, what made you come here? Like, honestly, like the man in my life, my husband, uh, he's from here. So he was living there in Maryland for 10 years and we were in the same job and you know, so you met your husband in Maryland. Yes. What? That it was, my life was like a movie back then. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> continue i did not know that right so like we were at the same job and like you know you know i like this guy so i'm like hey i like you but what's up so (laughs) we started dating so he's like yeah i want to move because our boss was hella rude you know and we just did a good job for him and he was just super unappreciative Mm -hmm. so we were both ready to get out that job and there's not a lot of job opportunities so he's like hey i'm from here there's a bustling city you can go do what you need to do over there or stay in the town we live in so i'm like yeah why not I ain't doing shit here anyway. So, me and my daughter, who's about to be six. Oh my god, know. I love her so much. Yes, Zamora. 
Look, because it's a pretty name, I had to say I it. love her. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, why not, you know? And I didn't want my daughter to grow up how I grew up because I had to fight a lot. I was fighting in the, what, first grade. Like, that's just too much. And mm-hmm. it's not because I wanted to because people wanted to fuck with me. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't want my daughter to be bullied, so I would expect her to defend herself. So, you know, moving here, it's a little bit like, you know, it's not as urban. But I do miss that shit. Don't get me wrong, you know, because we're direct as fuck. And it's like, <laughs> okay. So it just taught me really young to be humble because you never know, you know. So, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, that's how I got here. <laughs> I needed to chill for a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, mine's kind of like a similar thing. So, I originally left my house at the age of 18. Um, I went to college, went to Eastern Illinois University, um, got accepted on the rugby team there. Uh, although I was red shirt um, for the first year, so I really didn't get to play. I just got to Looks practice. Red shirt. Like, you don't play any games. Like, you're just practicing. And, like, it's like a trial run. You know what I'm saying? How you do on the team and stuff. I wouldn't know, girl. No, I know. Yeah, no, of course. (laughs) Um, I'm happy to explain the NCAA rules. Um, Anyways, so, um, yeah. And so, you know, I didn't... In college, I was kind of, like, freedom. Because I wasn't sheltered. I could say I was, like, half and half. I was half sheltered, half not when I was growing up. So, like... But the, the sense of freedom and like, oh my gosh, like no parents and, right. you know, my own money. Like I ain't got to tell, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. I ain't got to tell my parents where I'm at. Like yeah. I ain't no curfew. Like it was, I was wilding out. The, my first year in college, wild out, you know, didn't get good grades at all. Came back home and, you know, I was trying to decide what my life was going to be like. Cause after that year I was really upset. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I wanted to go back to college, but. You know, um, it was going to be hard for me to get back into, you know, that school and, you know, with the grades and the GPA that I had. So, you know, I kind of was like, okay, what else could I do? You know, Mm -hmm. so after that, I was about 19 years old and I was kind of like thinking like I was working two jobs in retail. Like I've been working retail since I was like 15. So I like, you know, was working at a jewelry store and also I was working at Foot Locker. And so, you know, I was kind of like, what do I want to do in my life? And also my parents was pressing me so hard. And I was, my mom was just like, you know, what are you going to do with your life? And, you know, I went through many paths of like majors. I went through like, you know, when I went to Eastern, I was like a music major. Like I wanted to study music and things like that and art and because I love music. And then I wanted to, you know, then I was like, okay, what's a quick, like, easy money maker? Mm-hmm. X-ray technician. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this program. Really didn't follow through with it and things like that. So I was really lost. So I was kind of like, okay, like, what what can I do? Like, just to, you know, kind of free myself from, you know, my parents getting on my back and, you know, me right. not even figuring out what I want to do. So... <laughs> I was driving past a Navy recruitment station, I mean, recruitment center, and I was kind of like hesitant. And this is when I was 19. I, wow. And I was kind of like, okay, like, I don't know. My I know my dad, as soon as my dad graduated high school, he went to boot camp to the Navy. Um, so I was kind of like, man, like, I don't want to be like, you know, a lot of my family is military, literally. A lot, like, most of my family is Army, Navy, Marines, like, Air Force. So, like, and they're also like they have degrees and stuff too but like yeah they're mostly my family is uh is um military so I was kind of like man like do I want to like and they were they were all men so I would have been the first woman in my family to to be in the military so I kind of was just like man this is a lot of pressure like you know so I didn't tell my parents what I did mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I kind of was I was working out I was you know, eating healthier, you know, they, they noticed that stuff, but they was just like, okay, you just trying to do it to, mm-hmm. to be healthy or whatever. But, you know, I started, you know, um, meeting up with my recruiter and stuff like that. And so, you know, my dad was just, you know, I, my mom and dad were kind of getting fed up with me being in the house. And at that time I was 20. So, um, I signed up for the Navy when I was 20 years old. So one day, you know, my recruiter calls me and she's like, are you ready? You ready to, you ready to sign, sign your life away to the Navy? And I was like, today? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, like, let's go sign you. She was like, let's go sign you up for the Navy. Let's pick your job. Let's blah, blah, blah. Set your boot, boot camp date, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, holy shit. Wow. 
And it wasn't today, it was the next day, actually. Um, but she called me that night and she said, be ready at 5 a.m. I had to drive from, um, at the time we were living, uh, well, right now, we're still living in Illinois, like a little um, suburban town outside of St. Louis. But uh, from Illinois to St. Louis, which was like a 25-minute drive, wasn't that long. And, you know, yeah, I swore into the Navy that day. And then I, I walked in the door with all my Navy gear on. And my dad, like, kind of just was, like, in shock. He was like, what? Like, Well, you didn't tell him till that moment? Yep. <gasps> That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Like, What did they do? My dad was very happy. My mom was crying. My dad was really happy. Like, you know, my sisters were really happy and things like that. So it was really, it was really good feeling that. So that's when I wanted to, you know, when I, you know, I left. Um, and so I went to the Navy, did boot camp in Chicago, which was terrible. Um, went to Florida for school um, to get trained. Um, then I went to, I came here to Washington and I originally was in Whidbey Island and then I got transferred to the Bremerton base. Wow, so, Island, huh? yep. Oh my God. It's beautiful out there. Is it? Yes. So, so yes, small, that's when I realized, you know, when I was 19 years old and you know, my parents was on my back and I kind of wasn't sure, you know, college wise and you know, college is not for everybody. And I'll tell people that all the time, you know. And eventually, I'll probably go back to college. I've been off and on with college. But, you know, college is not for everybody. And I think for me, in that moment, in that time, I should have just had a gap year. And, like, just to figure out what the hell I was going to do and then go to college. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, you I mean, know. If your parents are on you, you got to do what you can. Yeah, I had to do what I had to yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, what, you know, and not saying, like, what's the easiest way to get me out of the situation because boot camp was not easy. Also, being in the Navy was not easy at all. So, you know... I wanted to be like, okay, what can I do to like set my career, you know, set my career up. And that was the, you know, the thing that popped in my head and I turned to my right mm -hmm. and I saw that damn recruitment center and I was like, well, <laughs> wow. so yeah, so that's when I got here. So the second question is, did you struggle when finding your way in another environment? So when you moved here from Maryland, when I moved here, it was weird because I was like sick the first two weeks. So mm -hmm. I did come and visit like in June for one, like for three days. So I was like, wow, I like you Seattle. were deceived because June in Seattle right, is beautiful. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like it here. And people were talking to me and they were being really complimentary. I was like, what? I was not expecting this. And then I moved here in August and no, in July, the next month. And then I get sick. I got, like, I moved in two weeks into July, and I got sick for two weeks. So, August, here it is, you know. I'm like, okay, let me go see what's around here for work. So, like, you know, there wasn't really a lot going on, you know. There was this, like, call center and this, like, other weird things, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just ended up... So, was up, it hard for you to, like, find work at first? Or what was your, like, yeah, first job here? I was... I ha went to school to be a CNA, so that was my first thing. Okay. And that was a two-week thing, so, you know, I wasn't even getting paid to go because they were paying for my school, so it was tough, but, you know, my husband was there for support, so, you know, I'm thankful for that, and just, like, I don't know, I didn't really make a lot of friends from that program doing that because, you know, I mean, it was just weird, you know, like, mm -hmm. there was this one girl, she knew I had eight 800 milligram ibuprofen and every day she would ask me for one so at that point i was like you bitches are weird you want me to you know fund your pill habit this one just had weight loss surgery in mexico it was just like very dramatic so i was like i'm gonna stay to my you had to get out of that situation right i was like i'm just gonna be me over here and yeah so i did that for a little bit and i met like one good friend from there her name is chelsea so she stuck with me so that was a good friend because, you know, after I left that whole CNA life, uh, she still has been with me. So that's good. Yeah. And so, like, you just transferred and then you're like, oh, I can just do hair. Right. So, like. It's a natural. It, came, it comes natural to you. Yeah. I started working with, like, cardiology patients. They would have heart surgery and I would have to walk with them, like, mm -hmm. all day because that's what the doctor um, suggested for exercise. Mm -hmm. So uh, I got fired from that job because, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you told us in another episode. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, check that out. So, I was like, you know what? I need to own my own business. I need to be my own boss. 
I know how to make people feel good about themselves without anybody around. I need to stop working hard for people. So I was like, I'm going to go do hair. So literally the next day, I go to Seattle and I apply for the school, got in. Um, so that was nice. So I'm like, you know, I met some people through there. You know, not too many, but, That's you know, good. I value them. Because quantity, you know, doesn't really mean that much. It's quality, so... Yeah, I feel like it was hard because, you know, people are very just, like, wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. And even the black people I meet here, like, no offense, but I feel like, you know, they're not really, you know, that 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 brotherhood, sisterhood black, you oh, know? Shit. It's like every man for themselves. I don't know you. I don't care if you talk to me or look at me. So that has been weird because back home it's like, yo, bro, sis. Because we, we give each other wisdom and we feed off of each other. I've had that experience a few times with the black people in Seattle, but I haven't had that experience a lot of times. A lot of times I've had, like, the warm, like, hey, yeah. girl, experience. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So A few times I've had that experience. Like, right. But then again, like, I don't always look nice. I have RBF really bad. So Do you? Man, I have rest in bitch face because I know sometimes I'll be looking like. <laughs> but, you know, I don't really fault people for that. So that made my experience personally just a little weird because it was mm-hmm. like, damn, I'm trying to connect with these people. But it's like we can't keep a connection and I don't want to do all the work. So that's dead. So even now, like, I feel like it's better. Like, you know, I'm not forcing anything. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I got my real friends back home that I love and adore and Mm -hmm. know that when I see, it's always, like, the time of my life, so. So would you say, like, your struggle was, like, finding people to, like, click with here? Like, finding people to, yeah. So my struggle, it was, you know, I definitely did struggle because, you know, I got the Navy after four years um, and, you know, I did not have a plan at all. I didn't, and this is, the thing of growth and growing up is like, you know, the Navy, like shell, the military in general shelters you, you get free housing, free food, free clothes per se, like free uniforms, whatever. You get a lot of stuff for free. You get a lot of stuff discounted. You get a lot of like, it's a bubble. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, me living in the barracks, I never had to pay rent or whatever, or get an apartment or apply for an apartment or anything else like that. So, yeah, exactly. So, like, when I got out of the Navy, and it was an unfortunate event, and I didn't want to get out. I really did enjoy my time in the Navy. Um, But when I got out, I was like, you know, I did have a plan to live with my friend. And, you know, that plan, you know, fell through because she was living in that space by herself. And it was a really small space. So, I got why she didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, then I just was living in the barracks kind of illegally for a month because I was kind of like oh what the hell (laughs) so and you know I and the Navy the military when you get out they pay you um they pay you like this kind of like a severance check of how many leave days you saved up and they pay you pay you out that way and so I was expecting this big you know check and I got it um the first thing I did with it though was buy a car so I bought a I bought a car and at the time I kind of lied to the car dealership man and still I was like I'm still in the military Mm -hmm. yeah blah 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 to just get the car, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but I had the money to pay, make right. the monthly payments until I got a job. I was comfortable until I had got a job. So I went around applying to jobs. You know, once I got the car, I was applying to mall jobs and things like that. And I had applied to um, this company, which I won't say the name of, but um, this government-based company on base. Um, you know, and I had got, um, I had got like a call back and to interview, mm-hmm. but I was still like going around, you know, applying for other jobs because, you know, you don't know if they're going to hire you or not. So I got a call back from Lens Crafters in the mall. And so, you know, I started working for them for for a bit. And I was like, after like people came back because I um, left the Navy doing during a, um, an underway, meaning we were out to sea. So I had to fly on a plane to Washington from no to California. I was in California for five days, just what? stuck there. Yeah, just stuck there, like... In the airport? No, not in the airport, oh. just in a hotel, like, oh, in a okay. military hotel, like, a suite, but it was really nice, girl. Yeah. Like, a suite or whatever, like, I was just cooped up in there, like, eating burgers and shit, like, for five days, okay. you know, sunny-ass weather. It was pretty. I mean, it was cool out there. There's a whole bunch of white people out there. Point Loma, that's what it was called. <laughs> so, it was super, like, chill. So, I was chilling out for five days until I, you know, got um the flight, because I had missed my flight. And so, like, you know, I got my flight back, and then when I got back, you know, 
I started living in the barracks for a month, sneaking in the barracks for a month. And then, um, yeah, when everybody came back, I was couch hopping. And then I got the place that I got now. Um, and so, yeah, and, and I think my journey, like, my struggle was just finding where I was, like, planning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anybody is listening, like, if you're planning to get out the military or even planning your life to move somewhere else, please plan, like, ahead. Like, I had no plan. I had, you know, $500 in my savings account because what the fuck is that going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had nothing. I had no car, no nothing. So it was kind of like that struggle for me was just finding stability in my life. And now that, you know, I have stableness, you know, I went from job to job to job. You know, I got hired at the uh, government place. Sadly, I was terminated. You know, I quit Lens Crafters to work for Nordstrom out in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Once I got out in the Seattle area and got familiar with Seattle, then I started applying more. And that's when I started, when I ended up at this job that I am at now. And I love it. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So my struggle was definitely stability and like trying to find my way and things like that. And yeah, I struggled with money. You know, I struggle with finding, like couch hopping is not fun. You know what I'm saying? Like couch hopping is not like... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something about having your own place. Like, couch hopping is terrible because it's like, first of all, like, you you got to set your pride aside to ask mm-hmm. other people to come stay with, like, can I come stay with you? Because you'll be homeless if you didn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. That's real. It's definitely something, it's definitely something that I had to struggle with. And now I'm in the, in the, in the moves to, you know, moving, you know, out of this apartment into, a, you know, another one. And, you know, I'm very grateful for that, for that stability in my life. So. That was my struggle. So the third question is, how did you make friends? Uh, and see, yeah, you talked about this a little bit. Um, how did you make friends in another uh, city or state, actually? Well, honestly, you know, we met super random. So I'm very random. <laughs> we met, so... We're both very random. You want to tell the people how we met? Like, you want yeah, us to share the story can, right quick? Go ahead. No, you, we can tell it together. Okay, so. Right. I met Linda. So first of all, Linda, you saw my hair or something and you yeah. were like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Like you came over to me and you said hi. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And so, but we were getting on the ferry. Mm-hmm. So we were, I didn't know where you were sitting. So we kind of split right. or whatever. And then like we were leaving when the ferry docked into um, Bremerton. I was walking up and I saw you and your friend sitting at the table, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then you're just like, oh my God. You were just... I was like, girl, I do hair. Here's my business card. Yes. No, I just gave you my phone number. I didn't have business cards. And then, you, I mean, you hit me up, I think, or I hit you up. And, yeah, it's been like that ever since. I did your hair and, like, here we are. So, yeah, I've been meeting people super random. Because I'm very extroverted, but Mm -hmm. I tone it down because I live here. You are so extroverted, but it's awesome. (laughs) But, like I said, I I have to... (laughs) tone myself down to even be able to survive i'm very extra but um yeah so it was like you know i'm just super honest with people and even with doing hair i've been a lot of great people so yeah uh i'm very i'm very thankful for strangers you know because strangers they make life interesting because you know i didn't know you before this but here we are you know so i like meeting new people that's that's my that's my adrenaline like i love that I think genuine people like sense other gen like I've sensed like your genuine like yeah. how your genuineness like you know right. what I'm saying like you were just so like warming and loving you were like so and you're still that you're not right that's me yeah I, we're I not even a bitch, yeah I do too <laughs> girl I like, hate oh. being a bitch girl it's it's terrible you but in your so <laughs> how I made friends hmm so I already knew so. In the Navy, like, in the military, like, y'all are for... You're forced to have fucking friends. Right. But, like, a lot of those people that, you know, I fuck with in the Navy, they were not my friends after I got out the military, mm-hmm. which is a sad truth, but is the truth, literally. Um, so, yeah, like, I had friends before, and then the few that stuck by me are still, you know, they're still there. Like, I text them. They they didn't, they didn't moved on and moved out, and you know, they got out the Navy and moved out, and moved out of state. Some of them are out of state. Some of them are still here, but I still text them and stuff like, Hey, what's up? You know, hang with them and things like that. But you know, outside of the Navy, um, I was, I'm just nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just a really kind person. And my, my, I say this in every episode. My sister says this shit all the time. Like, you're just too nice. You like, you give people too many chances. And that is literally a weakness of mine. But, um, you're getting better though. Yeah, girl. Cause, huh. 
Because I've just had enough with some people, but um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but like, you know, making friends, I definitely like the, the friends that I work with, like I, I adapt well in my surroundings. Like I adapt really well to my surroundings. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I, whatever, you know, whatever we got to talk about, we'll talk about or whatever. But, you know, definitely just extending the conversation and getting to know people too. Like at work. You know, you don't want to be like antisocial to your coworkers. So of course, yeah, of course, yeah. So of course, like if y'all are if y'all are only two in the store, like you're gonna want to talk to each other. So I like engaged in conversation, and you know, the some of you know some of those women are my friends too, still at Lens Crafters. Um, some of those women are are my good friends now. But um, and you know, even for the company I work for now, I just made friends. One of my best friends now, shout out to Alicia. Like you know that's where we met we met at orientation and now she's like my best friend like we do everything like <laughs> we went to go see chimamanda uh ningozi adichie yes. yesterday i mean yeah yesterday and i died like shout out to chimamanda i love ugh, she was she was amazing but yeah so definitely making friends here wasn't really i don't think it was hard for me that's good. to make friends because i'm just so like accepting of other personalities you know what i'm saying not like flat out racist but like you know <laughs> If you're like, if you're like an asshole, like I'll be like, okay, you're an asshole, but how are you doing today? <laughs> like, so yeah. So the um, other question is, would you ever go back home? If so, why? If not, why? Honey, who who wouldn't go back home? I love my home. That's that's what made you would go me. back to Maryland. What? Maryland is lit. The only reason I couldn't stay there <laughs> is because like I was not getting enough money, but I was making money. I was I had a hella friends. The nightlife is amazing. I've met Omarion. I've met Yogati. Yes. It's a small place. You can you can I get love like I didn't meet them, but I've seen them in like Girl. close encounters. <laughs> I lied real quick. But like <laughs> oh my encounters. god, I love home. Everybody mm-hmm. loves home. If you don't love home, some really traumatic shit must have went down there. You know, like I love it. I would go back in a heartbeat. So my answer is uh no. <laughs> I do love my home, St. Louis. I love, you know, my my family. The only reason why I would go home if it was like an immediate emergency, like someone in my immediate family is ill or like, you know, um, about to um, die or something like that. Like that's the only time I would like stay home and go home. Or if I had a really big job offer Mm -hmm. in St. Louis. That is the only way. And the reasoning to why is... Is because a lot of my friends, and and this is not to knock any of my friends there that stayed there. A lot of my friends have stayed have stayed in um in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of was just like, I don't want to stay here. I don't want to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be like apart from from people. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to be like an individual. Not saying that they're not individuals, but I just kind of wanted to stand out. Like, you know. And I joined the military, and I was like, okay. And when I got out the military, I was debating myself like, should I go back home and like hang my head? You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, you know, hang my head in shame that, I, you know, I didn't succeed in this. I have to start all over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, so many judgments and, ju- you know, judging me, people judging me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just kind of like, I don't, I didn't want to go home in shame, you know? Right. That's kind of me. I'm a Leo, so we're very prideful. So I'm, I'm super prideful. So I kind of was like, let me just make a life out of myself here. For my, not out of myself, but make a life for myself here. And so that's what I did. I made a life for myself here. And, you know, I love it. And I'm going to, you know, if the, I would move from here to another state, I wouldn't move from here back to St. Louis. I would move from here to another state. Like if, you know what I'm saying, if I got a big job offer or that's, and I would move to St. Louis if I did get like a huge job offer from my company to move mm-hmm. back. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way I would move back. But I mean, and it sucks. It kind of does suck being away from family. You know, my mom, my dad, and um, my sisters and things like that. And even my sister is away from home. She's like three hours away. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like 50-50 for me. You know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, would, I would, you know, I would, you know, go back home if something happened or if, you know, my job were to change. But I wouldn't go back home because I just, you know... I think that's like a, a home is home. You know what I'm saying? Like, home, you're okay. Home <laughs> is home. What I'm right. saying is like, 
Yes, like I love to be at home. Like when I visit for the holidays or I visit for whatever occasion, like I love to be at home in my own space. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like with my dad, my family eating Cheetos or whatever and watching right. TV. Love, love that. Love that. But, you know, that's something to look forward to coming back to when you moved on from your life, for your life, when you move forward in your life. Linda's face is so funny right well, now. Well, I guess it's because I have a daughter and it's like her cousins, her uncles, her grandma. Like, I would always... Then your perspective back. is different right. from mine. Yeah. So, right. like, from my perspective being like, right. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a mother and a wife. Or, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm like, I can't run with it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, but I mean, it's, and that's a good, that's right. a good thing. We have two opposing opinions. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I think, yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't go home. Because it's just, you know, something that I look forward to going back to. You That's know what I'm dope, saying? though. I feel you. Like, I, I you know, I, I love going back home for, like, a week or a week in, in, in some change. And, you know, seeing all my family and having a good time and things like that. I love doing that. And then I love flying my ass back to Seattle <laughs> and being in my own space and, and, and working and and being my own person. You know well, what I'm you saying? you can do all that at home, too. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel as though I can't be my own person at home. Oh, okay. So I mean, that's it. Not saying no, that's a bad you, thing. There's a lot of people in your life. Yeah, there's a lot of people in my life, and I just can't be myself at home because I don't have the same friends at home that I have here. You know, I I don't have the same connection with people I have here. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, this is like my own individuality. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I love being at home. Love my people. Love my fam. Love my friends at home. But you know, sometimes you gotta. You gotta fly the fly from the nest and stay from the nest. Mm-hmm. All right. And so, other question is: Have you changed for the better since you moved, or for the worse? Oh, <laughs> I don't think for the easy, worse. Easy, right? I'm yeah, like, that's so easy. Why is that a question? <laughs> if I if you go somewhere else and your life is not improving, like what the fuck? Well, for the worse can be like you know this is not what I expected it to be. So I'm a nah. Nothing's ever bad. I, yeah. You know, I'm the type of person. I make my life fun. I make my life happening. Like, no matter where I'm at, I'm always going to be doing something where, you know, I can bear it. So, like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I mean, it's not it's not necessarily better, you know, because I'm struggling with, you know, not having, you know, my peoples around me. And right, like, right. I don't know. It's like, it is what it is. I'm, I'm going to thrive no matter where I go. So, Absolutely. that question is weak. I'm not gonna let myself, you know. I'm not gonna. No, let myself, and I, I, yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna put yourself in a negative light. But you know, for the worst, I probably should have just like d- described it more. But like, this, like you moving here and being like, oh, this is not what I expected to be, but not in a bad way. Kind of like, oh, I thought it was gonna be this, but it's not. So bye. <laughs> but it changed me. Being here changed me for the better. It gave me independence. Right. It gave me extreme spiritual growth. It gave me, you know, wisdom, you know, that I wish I had <laughs> back, you know, back in the day. Back in the day. You know, I, I, it gave me, it gave me a lot. It gave, it gave me a lot of good, good and bad experiences that I needed to take away from um, being here and things like that. So definitely for the better. That was a short question. So our very last question for the evening is, what's the one thing you would change while moving and finding your way in another city and state. One thing I would change. I don't know. My my move was pretty seamless, you know. Yeah. I just wish there was a perfect place where you could live. And I would go there and never go back to anywhere else. So, yeah. You know, I want crime to be, you know, minimal. I want Have you seen San Junipero, the episode on Black Mirror? No. That's is it the perfect place. Yeah, it's like the perfect place where they go when you die. Like that's where you go to live. Um, um, yeah. So the one thing I would change is definitely what I said in the beginning of our topic is planning. Like plan, plan, plan. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish I would have saved more money so I can like get an apartment right away. I wish I would have like known a lot more things about you know career and things like that. So like if I wanted to go to school, I could go right away. Um, I definitely, that's the one thing I would change is planning. So yes, this is a great conversation and that wraps up this episode of Afro chat. Um, you can follow me at, so I changed my at on Instagram. 
I seen that. So it's saucy spice. So S A U C E Y S P I C E underscore. So saucy spice underscore. That is my Instagram. My Twitter is still double underscore X E L A M A I. Um, yeah. And Linda, you can follow Linda. You can follow my beauty page at yes. Linda Makes You Beautiful Twenty Two. Get on it. She not putting her personal page out because y'all are creeps. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, also shout out to Mind 2 Muscle Fitness. That is Mind 2 spelled T-W-O Fitness. You can follow them on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. They are dope. They are fine. They are very fit. So Ooh. yes. Um, and shout out to Rob who has a tournament, not a tournament, a competition coming out and coming up in three weeks. I hope you win. You're great. <laughs> also, my great friends over at Culture Specs, DJ and DeAndre. Y'all are awesome. Keep on doing what you're doing. And yeah, we're, we're, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, guys.